What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You are listening to the Branding Lab podcast, specifically the Behind the Brand series, which focuses on the real-life experiences, joys, and failures of my journey launching and building a sustainable and ethical fashion brand. Now, I am on a mission to learn how to build a strategic and purpose-driven brand. And if you're listening to this podcast, you probably have the same questions as I do. So why don't we find the answers together? In this episode, we are talking about the five biggest mistakes I made before I even launched my brand. Are you ready for this one? Let's get to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Behind the Brand, a series where I talk about my journey launching my own ethical swimwear company. Now, in this episode, we are talking all about the biggest mistakes I made before I even launched my brand. Why am I talking about this? Well, no one really wants to talk about mistakes. A lot of the times they focus on what they did right, their triumphs, their successes. But what I've learned and what you will learn is that the biggest lessons that can come from creating a business is actually from your mistakes. Your mistakes, your errors, all of that negative kind of stuff, they have a purpose and you learn a lot of lessons from that. And I wanted to kind of share what uh, what are the lessons that I learned uh, from five of the mistakes. I mean, there's many more mistakes. I, I feel there will be many more mistakes in the future, um, but I will highlight the five biggest mistakes I made before I even launched my brand. And the first one is going to be getting ahead of myself. Now, I don't know if you know this, but I have no background in fashion. I have no background in launching a a product. I have been in marketing for the last seven years. I've been, you know, marketing manager. I have provided services, but I've never actually created a product from scratch. So when I started something that was completely different, I got super excited. I was like, I really was focusing more on the creative aspect of it. I'm a very creative person. I love to be creative. And right away when I thought I'm going to be starting swimwear, I got ahead of myself and I started, you know, at the, at the middle point of my, of the journey instead of actually starting from the beginning. So what does this mean? Well, at the beginning, before I even understood the whole process of how do you create fashion, uh, how do you create a fashion line? I was already picking out colors. I was already picking out the models, the swimsuit cuts. I had, I think like 10 different swimsuits, uh, swimsuit cuts, swimsuit models that I wanted to produce. I had like four colors that I wanted to create. And I actually even hired a graphic designer, a print designer to create the print. I already had the name of the collection. The collection was going to be called Ipanema. I had all of these ideas and I was just like five or 10 steps ahead of where I was supposed to be. And what, it ended, what ended up happening was that 
when I actually decided that I needed to understand what goes into creating a fashion product, I started to realize all that time that I spent thinking of prints and colors and models, that was kind of wasted time. Because what I quickly realized was number one, and I I think this is a very duh thing, but (laughs) I mean, everything, it's really expensive. It's really expensive to create a product. Why? Well, because especially a fashion product, there's so many little pieces that go into creating it. So you need to understand. So you need to understand. First of all, you need to find a manufacturer. You need to understand minimum quantity orders. You need to understand how to create patterns, how to do um, uh, different kinds of uh, samples, how like you need to scale this up. There's so many different steps that need to be done. And all of that influences things like how many pieces you're going to create for your first collection. Because when you when you do a sample, when you do all of that kind of all that process, that costs money. <laughs> Obviously, it does. Uh, and the the more models or the mod- the more pieces that you want to create for your first collection, the more money it costs. So the that collection, that ten piece collection that I originally wanted, that kind of got you know shr- it shrunk down to five pieces. I then realized that when you are looking for fabrics the fabrics come already in specific colors. And if you want to create a new color, you have to have a minimum quantity order. And that's really that can get really expensive as well because you need to order a lot of meters in that color. So all of those colors that I thought I wanted, you know, these pastel-y colors, I couldn't have that because depending on the quality or the type of fabric, they have different, different colors, like they have different color options. And the most basic one had a lot of color options, but I didn't like the texture or the feel of that fabric. And I ended up finding a fabric that I love the texture and the feel of it, but they had limited uh, limited color options. So from there, I had to rethink exactly what types of colors I would use, how many colors I would use for my first collection. And what's really disappointing is that print that I paid 450 euros for, I couldn't do it. I couldn't print it anymore because that is also an extra cost. So when you have, uh, when you're printing on fabric, you need to get a specific, you need to get the white fabric. You need to find a manufacturer that you can print. Um, and that is a cost. And although I didn't think about it, and I know it's a duh thing because you can get ahead of yourself and you can be like, wow, I can't wait to do all these kinds of things. When you start, when I started researching things and I realized how much it actually costs to be able to produce something so small, like a five piece collection, it is crazy how much money goes into it and how much time goes into it. And so if I had just started from the beginning and not have gotten ahead of myself and really was more practical, I think I would have been in a better position and I wouldn't have lost, you know, those two or three months with my head in the clouds. I would have, you know, really gotten to the beginning and really have grown from there. That doesn't mean that, you you know, you can't be creative. I'm excited for that, but you really need to kind of start from point point A instead of, you know, all the way to the back, <laughs> which I did. Uh, number two is overthinking everything. Now, I've actually talked to a lot of my guests and they all kind of say the same thing. And the problem when you're creating a product is a lot of the time you kind of are too in it to really understand 
if you know you you get too old, wrapped up into it and you start doubting yourself because you live and breathe this product and especially if you're a solopreneur if you're just one person doing this product or that you're creating this you can really get wrapped up in like oh my god is this the right is this the right color am i doing the right thing i don't think i'm doing this oh my god i don't know what to do and that kind of paralyzing fear can actually stop you from going forward so what I really realized with this, what I realized with this is that if you are a solopreneur, if you are doing this by yourself, please, please, please reach out to other entrepreneurs. You can reach out to me if you'd like, and we can have a chat. You need to have a circle of individuals that can help you, um, help you kind of process all of the questions and all of the doubts that you have in your head. This means that you can go on in Facebook groups, look for masterminds, be part of something because the more that you pull yourself out of this bubble and get more people involved and talk things through, the easier it will be for you to go forward and not have this paralyzing fear like, oh my God, no, I don't think this is right. I don't think I can go forward with this. I don't think, you know, I've had this as well. And because I have a partner, uh, a business partner, he has really helped me kind of pull me out of that. And he always says something in Portuguese, which is like, which is done is better than perfect. Done is better than perfect. Okay. Just do it. Just do it. Another thing, another great piece of advice that I heard was if you are not embarrassed with the first collection that you put out there, then you have launched too soon. Okay. So just do it, put it out there. If you are like, if it's, you have all this crippling fear, if you can't go forward, look at, look for other entrepreneurs, look on Facebook groups, reach out to people, have conversations with them. And just, you know, always remember that you are not, and this is the, the third point. Always remember, because you probably have this crippling fear. You have this, you know, like doubting and overthinking everything because you're probably comparing yourself with other brands that have been doing this for much, much, much longer. And I have this problem as well. As someone who is creating a product from scratch, who has limited capital, limited budget, limited manpower, I end up, you know, following all of these really cool swimsuit companies online. And what ends up happening is that I am comparing myself to them. And some of these, I'm going to give you an example of Andy, um, Andy Swimwear, which is a company that actually is uh, based in the US. They had funding. They had funding from, I think it was like Demi Moore or something. And so they had, I think a million or $2 million in funding to be able to create what they created. And I can't compare myself to that because I don't have that budget. I don't have that amount of like that amount of help. I can't compare myself to someone who is has already been in the game for six years, who's who has, you know, funding external, who's had investors. I can't do that because I will never feel confident in what I am producing. I am not them. I cannot compare myself to them. Maybe I can, you know, say like this is where I would like to be in I don't know five years, but I shouldn't say like I want to be like them now because that's not possible. It's not possible. And I think that everyone needs to stop comparing themselves. Stop comparing yourself to established brands. Now, number four, not organizing myself properly. I am 
Oh my gosh, I'm the worst person. I am so disorganized. I mean, I'm organized in some ways and I'm disorganized in some ways. And I think that if you are going to do this, you need to organize yourself from the beginning, from day one. If you have not launched yet, or if you're just starting to to put something together, organize yourself. And what do I mean by organizing yourself? I mean, you need to understand, first of all, you need to understand what you want to accomplish. You need to understand your short-term goals, your mid-term goals, and your long-term goals. I'm not saying that you need to know exactly what you're going to do in the next 10 or 15 years, but you need to have an understanding of that. And the reasoning behind this is because if you're thinking short-term, then all of the brand decisions that you're going to be doing right now are short-term goals. And you can outgrow that very quickly. You need to be thinking on the long-term uh, long-term scale. What I where do I want to see my brand in the next 15 years, 30 years, you know, 40 years, 50 years? And those understanding the long term or where you would like to be, it will shape the way that you're creating your brand at this moment in time. So organizing yourself, understanding that there's, you know, what you would like to accomplish, but also don't get too overwhelmed with it as well. You know, what do you need to do every single day to be able to accomplish those big goals? Now, this is also the types organizing your t- yourself in in terms of budgets, in terms of money, in terms of putting all your invoices in places, understanding how much it's going to cost per piece, you know, because then you'll have to be able to understand well. And it's not even just, you know, for swimwear, it's not like how much does it cost to create one piece, but it, it also, you have to include the tags. You need to include marketing. You need to include the packaging. You need to include all of this to be able to understand really well, to be able to produce this piece plus all of the packaging and tags cost this amount. And from there, you can then kind of price out exactly how much you're going to sell that piece for. I mean, that also needs to be organized because I'm going to tell you, if you're going to be going into fashion, there are so many small little pieces that I did not even think of. You know, I was thinking swimwear, but then there was tags. Okay. So there's a little tags that you need to think about. What are you going to put on those tags? You need to think about thank you cards. You need to think about packaging. There's so many little, little bits and pieces that you need to understand and put together. And the more organized you are into understanding what are these pieces and how much they cost is the, the better you're going to be in the long run. And other things in terms of organizing yourself is just organizing your brand, organizing what your brand stands for. And what does this mean? This means creating and putting down on a piece of paper, on a piece of paper or in a, in Canva. That's what I did. Canva, absolutely amazing. I would recommend that you get the, and this is not sponsored or anything like that, but I recommend you to get the pro version. And I love Canva. I use it all the time. And what I did was I created a brand manifesto. So all of those things, you know, if you listen to my podcast, you'll listen to people saying your brand mission and your values and your purpose and your personality and your target audience and all these things, put that in a document, put it all in a document. Why? Because when you start hiring people, when you start hiring a photographer, when you start hiring a social media manager or a graphic designer, because you will, if you really are serious about your business, you will be hiring these people. What you're going to have to do is you're going to have to hire people who understand your brand and understand what your brand stands for, right? So for example, my brand is very heavily influenced by the Carioca style of living. Carioca is someone who comes from Rio de Janeiro. And so as a result of that, if I want to create something like... um 
photography or graphic design, I would love to, or like one of the things that is very important is that I need to hire someone who understands Rio de Janeiro, who's been to Rio de Janeiro. Maybe they are actually Carioca or they have lived in Rio because they need to understand what this means. I would never hire someone who's never been to Rio, doesn't understand what Rio de Janeiro is because the whole essence, the the essence of my brand is kind of surrounded by the Carioca Alma the spirit of Rio, right? So put it all down, put it in a piece of paper, put it down in a Canva and a document, and then make sure that you're hiring people that agree with your values, with your mission, pull them into it. Because another thing that a lot of, lot of, lot of podcasting uh, guests are saying to me is that your brand is not always, is not all, your brand is not only outwards, but it's also inwards. And what does that mean is that your employees, the people that you hire need to also believe in your brand, be invested in your brand, enroll into your brand, because then that will help you grow. If your if your employees don't give a, a hoot <laughs> about your brand and what it stands for, you're hiring the wrong people. And number five, let's go into this really quickly, is not is like beating yourself up in terms of failures and problems and not giving your, yourself enough space for failures and problems. Now, we are, I don't even, we are in a really weird time to be able to, to launch a brand, to launch anything. I think it's really hard. I think it's very different. We are in a unprecedented time and things will never go to plan. Things have not gone to plan for me. I mean, everything that I thought I was going to accomplish in a specific amount of time has taken two to three times more than that. I thought my samples would be finished in one month. They, it's now like five months, I think, and they're still not finished. Then, you know, certain budget, like certain pricing surprises come, you know, my manufacturer comes back and and is like, oh, well, we have to do this, but you know, there's a different price to that. And then there's this price and then there's this, and it can get really overwhelming. And what you have to realize and what you have to kind of also accept when you go into this process is, damn, everything that I think will happen probably won't happen the way that I want it to happen. And that's okay, right? It's just, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Everything happens for a reason. I'm a true believer in that. It's all about mindset. I think I'm going to give it like maybe a maybe an number six, kind of 5.5, <laughs> It's all about mindset. Your mindset is the most important thing. Get your mindset on track. Understand what you want. Understand how you connect to your brand. Because if your mindset is not into it, you will never get anywhere with your brand or with your with your business. If your mindset from the get-go is like, damn, this is not going to work. I, I am such a shit person. I can't I can't figure anything out. I, I'm horrible. I don't know if this is going to work. What I don't It's not going to work then you've already lost. You've already lost. Get your mindset there. You will not lose. And guess what? If it's not successful, if your brand's not successful, so what? Pivot. Something good will come out of it. But don't think that it's not going to work. Don't think that you're shit. Don't like break down if something happens, like a problem or a failure. Because that's just normal. It's a roller coaster. And this is why it's so important. If you haven't listened to the episode with Mark Gottman, it's episode number five. One of the most important things he said is that 
you need to find a purpose of why you're doing this beyond money. Because in the end, it's going to be a roller coaster ride and it's going to be rocky. And there are going to be points where you're going to be like, fuck this. I don't want to do this anymore. This is horrible. And if you are not loving, if you don't come from a purpose of like, this is exactly what I want to do, I have a, I have another purpose than just making money, then you're going to give up. You're going to jump ship, right? So give your space, give yourself space for failures and problems. Understand that that's going to kind of that's going to happen. Nothing is going to go the way you think it's going to go. Okay, and that's okay. Don't worry about it. And the 5.5, I mean, it wasn't maybe number six, it's number 5.5 is mindset. If you haven't listened to the podcast episode with Yulia Stark, which is the first episode, go back and listen to it. It talks about all about mindset, all about the questions you need to ask yourself before you actually end up starting your business. I went through her course. I thought it was the most amazing thing and I 100% recommend it. Now, I'm going to end this episode by going through all of them once again, very quickly. Uh, just you know, getting ahead of yourself. Don't get ahead of yourself. Relax. Do step one first. Don't go to step 10. Stop overthinking everything. Just do it. Okay? Feito es mejor que perfecto. Done is better than perfect. Okay? Don't compare yourself with other big established brands. You know, everyone started from something. Everyone started from the bottom. Don't worry about it. You'll get there. Four, organizing, organizing, organizing. Organize yourself properly. Understand where you want to go. Understand what you want to do. Understand what you're spending. Understanding your brand. All of that. You need foundations at first. Brand brand foundations are the most important thing. Focus on that. Number five, give yourself space for failures and problems. They will happen. And as a result, (laughs) 5.5, Get your mindset in order. That's incredibly important. Now, I hope this helps. I really do. If you want to have more of a conversation about this, amazing. You can find me on Twitter at Yvonne Ivanescu. And we have a Facebook group, The Branding Lab. Let's have a conversation about this. Thank you. And I will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Branding Lab podcast with your host, Yvonne Ivanescu. If you've enjoyed the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, or leave us a review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. We'll catch you next time.